So you are our best friend, Jesus. You are our best friend, Father God. While everyone else leaves us, Father God, you are there.
Him. He's your best friend tonight. If Jesus isn't your best friend in this place tonight, come on, give him some praise. Come on. Tell him how much you love him, how much you need him. Tell him how much he's your closest friend. Sing your own song unto the Lord. 
Lord, don't wait for me. Just because I'm on stage with a guitar makes not no difference. I'm right there with you. Come on, sing a new song unto the Lord. Sing a new song unto the Lord in this place. All you can say is, I love you, say I love you.
song or whatnot. But see, this song has power. Worship has power, but this song has such a deep power right there, and just in the, the words and the lyrics. But you're asking for, you're asking for the power, the rain of God to come and fall on you. Not later, not tomorrow, but right now. See, that's what we get, you know, just comfortable with that. We've seen the song, Let It Rain, Let It Rain. The song's been out for more than 10 years, but don't let it get comfortable to you. Cry out for fresh water. Cry out for a fresh fire, fresh anointing tonight. Don't ask for the same that you had this morning or the, the same that you had yesterday. Ask for a renewing of the Spirit. Salvador, if you can have the picture of the fire by night, the pillar of fire. See, in the Old Testament, before Jesus Christ was on earth, how God appeared to man in the 12 tribes, by night he appeared by a pillar of fire. See, in the song it talks about fire fall, fire fall. What would you say tonight if we sang that and boom, a pillar of fire just come down on this altar? See, you wouldn't be without words, right? I wouldn't be without words. I'll be in total awe. But how would you praise him to make that happen? How would you praise him right now to make that happen? So you're not understanding the question. If the praise you give him right now, if pretty much if the praise you give him right now was to usher in revival, I shared what you got before, how would you praise him right now? Come on, how would you praise him right now if you know the praise you give him would bring your family members to the cross? How would you praise him right now to bring your co-workers to the cross?
languages come on raise up your voice let there be an uproar of the tongues come on i want to hear your voices roar like the ocean waves come on
Hallelujah, mi Dios. Glory to your name, King. Hallelujah, King. You are in this place, Lord God. Hallelujah. We give you thanks and praise, Lord, that it's your love. Come on, go with that. It's your love that leads us. Come on, your love and kindness that leads us to repentance. Come on, it's your love and kindness that leads us to repentance. Come on, say that in, in this place. It's your love and kindness that leads us to repentance. Come on, Vanessa, sing that. It's your love and kindness. Hallelujah. It's your love and kindness that leads me to repentance. It's your love and kindness that leads me to repentance. It's your love and kindness that leads me to repentance. It's your love Believe that Your love, your love, your love. 
Come on, let's give the Lord some praise in this place. Glory to you, King. Hallelujah. Glory to you. Praise you, King. Praise you, Jesus. You are good, Lord. We give you thanks and praise in this place, Lord God. We thank you that every morning, Lord, your kindness is there to lead us to repentance. Father, I thank you for that still, small voice inside of us, dear God, that directs us in the right path. If you're in this place and you hear the the voice of God saying, come closer, if you hear him saying, come closer, leave the things behind, the things of this world behind, listen and obey the voice of God. It's a terrible thing to push away the voice of God, to hear him, to hear him and, and disobey. Heed to the calling, heed to that voice that you hear inside. Be obedient to the king. Obey his commands, the commands he lays upon your hearts tonight. Because it's his kindness that's leading you to repentance. It's his kindness that's leading you into the right path. It's his kindness that's leading you into his arms of mercy and grace. It's his kindness. Today we receive that tonight. Lord, we thank you that you are in this place. We thank you that you've brought brothers and sisters all around this city, dear God, to come into this place, to hear your word, my God, and to fellowship. Father, I pray for joy in this place. I pray for laughter. I pray for love in this place. I pray for truth. My God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let your will be done. I pray that pride would come down right now in Jesus' name. Father, every guard that people have off, that they would just let it come down tonight in Jesus' name. Lord, pierce through hearts, my God. Minister to people through testimonies, Lord God. Through our sharing of our testimonies, Lord. Let your name be lifted on high, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, hallelujah, amen. Come on, praise God. Praise Jesus in this place. Amen. There you go. (laughs) Amen. Won't you guys find a seat? Close to the front, please. Say amen. Jamain. Jamain. Praise the Lord. Have some fun tonight. You guys. If you're a first-time visitor in this place, today's a little bit different. We're going to fellowship. I just have a, a word that the Lord put on my heart I want to share uh, with you before we get into the, the games and the coffee and more coffee. Um, so <laughs> wherever you're sitting, look around you. Look at the people around you. Okay, you got it? And remember where you're sitting because that's your seat tonight, okay? After we get our drinks, our refreshments, you're going to come back and sit here, and we're going to start, we're going to play a game. So this is your team here on this side, the winning team. That's what they say. Uh Uh-oh. And then this is your team. So team one and team two, remember that, okay? Amen? So we'll be starting soon. I just want to share a quick word with you all. You can turn in your Bibles to 1 Samuel 2017. You know, the Lord has really put this in my heart. It was about friendship, and Pastor Joe talked about a little bit about it this morning. And, uh, and I just want to talk to you about you, the people that you hang around with, the relationships that you're building in your life. You know, if you're taking the 101 class, like many of you are taking the 101 discipleship, 
the first lesson that, that we talk about is the most important things to do in your walk with Christ is, number one, to pray, to have that line of communication with God, you know, to come before him daily, not just on a Sunday, but every morning and just spend quality time with him. It's so important. If you don't have that, all you have is religion. If you don't have that, that prayer time, that, that intimate time with the Lord, what you have is religion. So I challenge you guys to make sure that you talk to the king every morning. Man, it's a privilege to talk to a king. You know, it's not anybody that can walk up to a king and just start having a conversation. But he's, you, he's called you and I to have that with him. Amen? The second most important thing is to do what? Come on, somebody yell it out. Read your Bible. That's my disciple right there. <laughs> Read your Bible. Amen. You got to be in the word. You got to eat some bread. If you don't read the word, you're going to die. You're going to go hungry. You know, you have to read the word of God, the promises of the king. You know, sometimes my mind wanders off and goes crazy and I start thinking all these crazy things. And when I get into the word, man, the, the word just transforms your mind, right? Your faith grows when you read the word of God. So I don't know what some people in this room got to do. You got to wake up earlier. You got to go to sleep a little later. You know, you got to take your break and just read the word. Make time for Jesus. That's, that's what it's all about. You know, everything else is just extra ministry. The fellowship, man, is so important. But the first two most important things are reading your word and praying, talking to God. But another most major thing in your life, in your walk with Christ, is brothers and sisters is building these relationships. You know, so many people come into this church and they say, man, I love it here. I used to go to a church and nobody knew me. Nobody, you know, took the time to get to know me, to get into my life, you know, to make friends. And I love that about this church. I love that people come in through that door and we're just ready to jump on top of them, attack them. You know, we all want to take them out for coffee or do something. I love that. Tell them what? Tell them it's not football. Inside joke, maybe? I don't know. You know, yeah, trick them and stuff to come here. We just love having new visitors. We pray for you to come. You know, for you visitors that are here, we are so excited that you have come to fellowship, that we can sit down and talk to you and testify about what God has done. And, you know, tonight you might be thinking, well, this is not church, and I came for church. Well, you know, we do have our main service Sunday mornings at 10, and tonight we do some crazy stuff. You know, sometimes we worship, we have a word, and then we break out into small groups. It gets intimate here. We get into your life, you know. We start saying, what can we pray for you about? And, and when we get, in, you know, into your life, some things start stirring up, things that maybe you haven't talked about in years, you know, things that happened to you maybe when you were a child, and the Lord starts moving, and he starts removing all that junk out. So you might think, this is, this is what I came for. You don't even know what you just stepped into. But tonight, it's different. Tonight, we are just going to have a good time. We're going to battle each other in an awesome game of Pictionary. <laughs> And, uh, but I want to talk to you about friendships. It's so important. You know, when you first, when you first get saved, in you, a lot of people leave you. You know, it's not like you intentionally say, I don't want to talk to you anymore. But a lot of people seem to not want to be with you anymore. Once you've got the light of Jesus Christ inside of you, the darkness wants to run away. You know, if people are, are in sin, they feel uncomfortable. And guess what? As Christians, you start to feel lonely. I've been there. Anybody else in this place? Dude, you, you just find there's like one day maybe you're not super busy with work and ministry or whatever, and you're just sitting there and you're like, I'm all alone. You know, and you feel like you might be going through stuff and you want somebody to, 
to call you and you want to call someone and confide to them and you want them to pray for you, but you in your, in your life might feel like I'm all alone. Man, I remember when I used to do this and all my friends were out. And your mind starts wondering because you think that you're all alone. But so tonight I want to talk to you about building those friendships and how important it is to build, to invest into these friendships. To invest into the people sitting next to you and not just consider them, oh, yeah, I go to church. But, no, that's my brother and sister in Christ. And when I call on them, they're there for me. If I need someone to pray for me, if I need someone to just listen, not even say anything, for them to just hear me, just pour my heart out, that's all I need. Come on, you know you got a brother and a sister in this place. And as we have our fellowship nights, which is always the first Sunday of the month, that's what you're here for. You're here to get to know each other. You're here to welcome the people who are coming in from the outside and, and allow them to come into your life. You know, allow them to, to see your weaknesses, to say, hey, I'm human too, but guess what? I got Jesus. You know, and for you to testify and just encourage them through your life. Amen? You know, when I, I read this, it's First Samuel 2017. It's also 19. It's about David and Jonathan. You know, and I, you know, I want you guys to go home this week, and I want you to read. Well, you could read the whole book of Samuel, but you could read 19 and 20. And it's about this relationship, this friendship, that they're so close. You know, Jonathan is, is the son of King Saul, and King Saul hates David. And he wants, he's out to kill him, and he wants, he's out to attack him. But his friend Jonathan sticks, sticks by his side through thick and thin, and he's saying, I'm not letting anything touch you. And he makes this bond, and it's this beautiful friendship that they have. And I told the Lord, Lord, I'm Jonathan and you're David, and you know, and I just told Jesus, like, this is what it is. But you know what? In the natural, I also wanted a sister there. I've always wanted that, and I've always looked for in the wrong places. Uh, someone that I can turn to, and I could just, they just got my back, you know, like a ride or die chick. Is that, is that okay to say? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what that was about. But, um, you know, look <laughs> at Ricky. <laughs> you know, somebody that's just down, you know what I'm saying? Someone that's just saying, you know what, you're going through this, I'm going through it too. I'm here, I'm ready to pray with you, get on my knees and pray with you. I'm ready. You know, if you just want to get away, let's go take a road trip, do something, you know? Someone that's just gonna, ready with the scripture, ready to just throw it your way and say, dude, this is what it is. You need to get over your pity patty party. Come on, let's do something. That's what I want. I've always searched for it. And when I was in the world, I always did it in the wrong places. Man, I had these friends. They need Jesus, you know. And I needed Jesus too. But it was like we had these friendships and they were okay for a while. And then we would talk about each other. And then, you know, when things would, man, I was so quick to just drop people. Like, you know what, you hurt me, I'm done. And that is not what it's like in this place. So let's just read this, this 2017 Maybe I could just look up here, right? <laughs> it says, And Jonathan had David reaffirm his oath out of love for him because he loved him as he loved himself. And then it keeps on going and it talks about the bond that they created and the oaths that they took with one another. And it was just beautiful. Man, and I was like, Lord, I want that. I desire that. And it's okay as Christians, as, as people, to desire uh, intimate relationship and when you get married you have that with your husband you know but it's always great to have other brothers and sisters that you can have that relationship with amen you know i was reading somewhere that the worst kind of punishment is solitary confinement because as human beings 
We desire that connection with someone else. We desire, you know, personal relationships with people. That's the worst thing. And when you as a person guard yourself and try to seclude yourself from other people, that's dangerous. That leads to depression because you were made to be around other people. You were made to love. You were made, you know, to nurture, to take care of other people. And so today I encourage you, the friendships that you have now, build upon them. Build them up. Raise them up to be strong. You, like Pastor Joe said this morning, you be a friend first. Amen? You go out of your way to talk to somebody. I had, you know, one of my friends just recently, she was so upset at me because she said I'd stop calling her. I wasn't in her life anymore. Was it because she was married and and had a baby? You know, it was not, not about that. You know, I felt in my heart I did everything I could in that relationship, in that friendship, you know, to call, to invite, to make appointments, you know, and One person can't carry the relationship. It takes two people. So tonight I want you to check yourself. Go through the list of people in your life and say, you know, am I doing everything possible to show them Jesus, you know, to build upon that relationship that God has given me? Ask yourself that question. If you could turn to Proverbs 18.24. Proverbs 18.24. Is that Proverbs 18 or Proverbs 17? I got it right here. It says, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Come on, who wants that? Who desires that? Let's read it again. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Come on, you may be surrounded by tons of people around you, you know, you, people might think, man, that person is popular, that person has this. But if you don't have true relationships, true friendships with people, that means nothing. You know, on the inside, you might feel so lonely. you got to find true friends. You know, you got to be a true friend, and you got to find these men and women who are, who are the same as you, seeking after, who fear God, who understand what it takes to build upon a relationship. Amen? Ecclesiastes 4.10, it says, If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him. That is sad. That is so sad. If you fall down, come on, you're going through a situation, and you look through your phone book, and I have absolutely no one to call. That's sad. And you know what? This word is for somebody in this place who's feeling alone. Maybe you've pushed people away too much, or you're guarding yourself way too much because of past hurts. But it's time to let down that guard, and it's time to allow God to to bring people into your life to encourage you to bring people into your life who are going to allow you to have joy and peace in your heart, who are going to speak into your life, it's time. In this place, you've got to take these relationships serious. Invest into them. Make time to spend with people. Come on. I know we're busy in this place, but we've got to make time for people. If you have grievances against anybody, come on, you're upset at someone, you know, you're easily angered and someone has just annoyed you so much, solve that immediately. Solve that right away. Don't let... You know, anger, settle into your heart. Respect each other. Don't just point out the bad things in people, but encourage. Come on, we got to build each other up. I think that when you're so close to someone, you know, it's so easy to point out, well, this is wrong and this is wrong. Come on, but we got to take a step back and point out what's good. Amen? I challenge you to build relationships, to bring people 
you know, into your circle of friends, if people who are not even like you. Maybe you think someone's not like you and you have nothing in common. I challenge you to make friends with them. I challenge you to, to spend time with them, call them, Facebook them, invite them to cross over. Amen? And if you have people in your life who are bringing you down who are not living, you know, in, according to the, to the ways of God and all they do is, is speak negative, come on, show them Jesus. And if they continue to bring them down, guess what? It's time to cut them off because you don't need that. You can preach, for them, preach to them. You can pray for them. And you leave that door open, though. You never shut doors because people may want to come and have what you have. Amen. So enjoy this time. Enjoy today. Get to know each other. I want everybody to get to know my brother back here. What's your name? Jose. My brother Jose. And my brother over here. What's your name? Guillermo. Who else do we have? Amen. And everybody, you know, just love one another. Build each other up. Encourage each other daily. Because we have each other. This is strong. When we're united in this place, it is a powerful thing. And guess what the enemy wants to do? He wants to come and destroy this. He wants to bring bitterness against each other selfishness, love one another. These are the people you're fighting with. Amen? Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks and praise, Lord, that you have given us amazing examples of what relationships should be. Lord, I pray, dear God, that we would not take the people in this room, Lord, around us lightly, that we would do everything, dear God, in our power, Lord, to encourage each other, to to just love each other and hold this relationship tight that we will be responsible, Lord, for everything that you've entrusted in us, Lord. So I pray, Lord, that you would give us wisdom and knowledge, Lord, and how to carry these relationships throughout our life, Lord, that it would not just be for a season that we are with each other, but we would build relationships that would last a lifetime, that we would uh, raise up, dear God, that we would raise our children together, Lord, grow old together, do ministry together, Lord, travel around the world, do mission trips together, Lord, and just take this world for you together, Lord. In Jesus' name, be glorified tonight. I pray that you would be in this place, my God, and that you would be here during the fellowship, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord some praise. Amen. All right, you guys are free to get some coffee, hot chocolate, tea, whatever we have back there, and then come back because we're starting in five. Actually, Jose wants to testify real quick, so if you guys could just take your seat. Hi guys, um, my name is Jose Salgado, and I'll be 22 next month, and um, I want to just testify something short. Um, I was following my career with God, you know, I started, I baptized myself like a couple years ago, and then I got like hanging around with the wrong crowd, and like smoking and drinking, and I started falling like from the person that I used to be, so um, I came last year exactly to Metro Praise. It was like a Friday night. And they gave me a chance to be here. It was for just team, so they gave me a break, you know. So I was like, I wanted to praise God because I, I was going through a rough time. So I only came that day, and it's been a year that I haven't gone to church. So I was hanging around with the wrong crowd, you know, smoking again. Like, I don't drink, never drink. I don't like it. But uh, I was getting tired of it, so... I used to spend, like, a lot of nights with my friends at the garage chilling every day, sleep at 5 o'clock in the morning. And I told one time God, I was like, God, I don't want to be like this no more. I was like, I want you to help me out. I want you to take me out of this mess. So if you just give me a signal. So one time, it was like 2 or 3 a.m., I opened my Bible, and it fell in Proverbs. And it says, stay away from those people that drink wine. 
So I was like, man, that's something. So I was like, man. So I just ignore it, right? I was like, ignore it, doing the same thing. And then I asked him again, Lord, please help me out. And then again, another day, it was like around 4 o'clock, 